Welcome to Blessings in Christ. I'm Scott Roberts. Blessings in Christ is also the Church of Christ. Preaching the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ of he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. The Church of Christ is scriptural in name, Romans 16, 16. Scriptural in origin, Colossians 1, 18. Scriptural in doctrine, 1 Timothy 4, 16. And scriptural in practice, James 1 and 22. Our lesson today is by Joe Fox from Beattyville, Kentucky, and he's bringing us a wonderful lesson on Preach the Word. You know, we live in a world that is filled with false doctrine and false teachers uh, just about everywhere you go. But Paul gave Timothy uh, the instruction to preach the Word, and of course, and also to make foolproof of our ministry. So we hope that you enjoy the lesson by uh, Joe Fox, and please like us on Facebook. Thank you.
blessing this morning to give it to Titus simply I believe and therefore I speak you know Peter said in 1 Peter 4 verse 11 if any man speak let him speak as the oracles of God if any man minister let him do it as of the ability that God gives to God and all things be glorified we have a responsibility as teachers of God's word to preach the word uh, this morning it's my responsibility to stand here before you and preach the word and to tell it, tell it like it is. And to, uh, your responsibility is to see to it that that's what is done. We have a responsibility to uh, one another and to all those that we come in contact with from day to day. As Brother Johnson has just led us in our prayer, that if we don't have opportunity to teach by word, let us live and be the example before others that God would have us to be. You know, we are um, uh, God's uh, children, and we are to love one another as He loved us, and we're to show that love one to the other. We're not all perfect. We are striving for perfection. We're living in a world that are um, so possessed about being perfect and having, having everything that we want and having everything our way. You know, we weren't, we weren't raised up that way. We were raised up to give the Lord His way. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Our needs and our wants and, and everything is second. You know, <coughs> me and they had the privilege of celebrating their 50th wedding anniversary. And Donnie said uh, this week, he said, you know, we proved a lot of people wrong uh, over the years. When we went into the trucking business years ago, in 1974, Pharaoh told us that family couldn't operate a business together. And family couldn't get along. You know, we've operated for almost Sunday 48 years, and we've got along. And he said that uh, you couldn't go to heaven and drive a coal truck. Well, I ain't driving a coal truck now, but I drove for all, me and him drove for almost 20 years. You know, and, and uh, uh, things have worked out pretty good. But you know why they have? Because we put them on first. It wasn't you mine, 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 mine. It was ours. And it's always been that way. And I've told him many times, if it come down to a dollar or dollars, then he could have it. And he told me the same thing. So, you know, and most importantly, we're not only family, but we're in God's family. And we put the Lord first. And we got along. Oh, I'm not telling you that we didn't have, we haven't had disagreements. Yes, we have. I mean, hey, in 50 years, I'm not telling you that everything was picture perfect. But she got the worst of it. She was always better to me than I was, I was to her. And if it was uh, something wrong, it was wrong with me. And I, I'll admit that uh, before everybody. Because she is the most tender-hearted and loving person that I've ever known. Donnie and I already celebrated her 
said, while back, he said he went in the chest and got, and got the prettiest woman up there. I said, just wait a minute. Just wait a minute. I said, we went in the chest and got her. You got, you got uh, to you, the prettiest woman up there. And I said, I went with you and I think I got the prettiest. You know, sometimes people will say, you know, uh, ain't that the prettiest thing you've ever seen? You know, it all depends on what it is. To each his own. It's in the eye of the sun. But the God of heaven is the one we're to look up to. He's the one that we're to serve. And if we'll do that, everything else will fall in place. We've, we've come a long way. And over the years, and in the last week, we've had several well wishers wishing us many more. And I hope that we have. That most importantly, I hope that when this life is over, heaven can be our home. That mansion that he's prepared, I'd like to see that. I'd like to sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I'd like to see them. You know, we can only read about them. We can only read about Peter and Paul and uh, uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. We can only read about them. Through the eye of faith, we can see. But one day, if we live, if God would have us to live, and we die in the Lord. The Bible says, Blessed are they that die in the Lord. Yea, henceforth saith the Spirit, they do rest from their labors, and their works do follow them. And He's promised us heaven when this life is over. John 14, the one said, Let not your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told him. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I'll come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there you may be also. And Jesus said, I am the way, John 14, 6. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. And we need to realize that we must do it his way. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, beginning there with verse 6. The Apostle Paul writing in his second letter to the church of Corinth, he says, For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness has shone in your hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. He said, We have this treasure in earth and vessel, that the exceeding the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Always bearing belly in the body, the dying of the Lord Jesus. That the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. For we which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake. That the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. So then death worketh in us, but life in you. We have the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believe, and therefore have I spoken. We also believe, and therefore speak. Faith, the importance of faith. As we studied this morning in our Bible study lesson, the centurion, that man had faith. He believed that Jesus could deliver. He believed that uh, his servant would be healed. You know, people don't have faith in God today. They don't believe in doing 
what he's commanded them to do. You know, uh, it's our responsibility, as the Apostle Paul told the young evangelist Timothy in 2 Timothy 2.2, 2, he said, The things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, commit thou to faithful men who shall be able also to teach each other. We have a responsibility as teachers of God's Word to be faithful to the Word of God and to teach and speak as the oracles of God. Understanding uh, the Bible says what it means and means what it says. It's of no private interpretation. I can understand it and you can understand it and we all understand it like if we want to. That's the problem. People don't want to. He said, The thing that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faith to men who should be able to teach others also. He said, Thou thy poor endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No man that war to tangle himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who hath chosen him to be a soldier. And if a man also strive for mastery, yet is he not crowned, except he strive lawfully. The husband and that laboreth must be first protectors of the fruit. Consider what I said. Consider what I say, and the Lord give the understanding in all things. You know, consider what he said. We are to teach others, and we are to be the example to others. We are to speak as God has given uh, us the authority through his word. Amen. Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 1. There the Bible says, God, who in sundry times and in divers manners, making time to pass unto the Father by the prophet. Hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the world, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. God in sundry time, and in divers manners faith under the prophet, uh, under the Father, by the prophet. Now he's speaking to us by his son. Are we listening? In Matthew chapter 17 and verse 5, there when Jesus was transfigured upon the mountain of transfiguration with uh, Peter, James, and John, and uh, seeing there speaking to Moses in the lights, Peter being the outspoken one, he said, Lord, it's good for us to be here. Let's make here three tabernacles, one for them, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. The cloud overshadowed them, and the voice out of that cloud said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. I've said, and I still believe, that if there ever was a time for uh, religious confusion or other uh, uh, ways of salvation, this would have been the perfect time. Here Peter was the outspoken one. He was the one that later on or that Jesus had just delivered to him in Matthew the 16th chapter, verse 18. He said, On this rock I'll be in my church. And what rock was that? Peter had made that confession. Jesus asked his disciples, Who do men say that I the Son of Man? Amen. They said, Some say they are Elias and some uh, Jeremiah's or one of the prophets. He said, Who do you say that I am? Peter said, Thou art Christ, the Son of the living God. 
And he said, upon this rock, I'll build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I'll give unto thee the keys of the kingdom. Whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And then in the very next chapter, Peter's one speaks up and says, Lord, it's good for us to be here. Let's build here three tabernacles, one for thee and one for Moses and one for life. And he said, This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. And he told Peter, he said in 16 uh, and verse 17, he said, I'll give unto thee the keys of the kingdom. Whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And then in Acts the second chapter, Peter took those keys and he opened the door to the kingdom. He stood up before that angry mob and he crucified our Lord and Savior. And he said, you have taken the wicked hands crucified and slain the Lord of glory. And when they heard this, they were gripped in their heart and they said, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Peter said, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And the many gladly they received their word, were baptized, and they were adding them that day about 3,000 souls. In Acts 2, verse 47, the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Did you turn there and read in Acts 2 the other things that have, they continued daily with one accord, and from house to house, breaking bread. And they had all things come. They sold the possessions of good and gave to every man as every man had need. And what's the problem with the world today? You know, this is mine, mine, mine. You know, and, and we're all working. But in the church, we're to work together. In the church, we're, we're to love one another. We're to take care of one another. And over the years, that's not being done. We need to realize and understand our responsibility to it. And you know, using our ability. You know, for a long time, and may still be in the church, there's an attitude, I believe, that, you know, let somebody else do it. Not, not wanting to use the talents that we have. You know, I know by personal experience that I could have said a long time ago, I can't do that. I can't do something. I can't work prayer. I, I can't preach. I can't do this. I can't do that. Yeah, we, we all can do that. I may not be able to do it as good as somebody else, but I'm commanded to do it to the best of my ability. And if I can do it, do it to the best of our ability. Sing. When we come together to sing, we're to sing to the best of our ability. Whether you can carry a tune in the five-gallon bucket or not, you're still commanded to sing. And you won't never learn how to sing any better until you start singing. And, and there's a lot of things to be happy about. You know, we sing a lot of songs that are sad songs. But there's a lot of beautiful songs in this book. Joyful songs in this book. And we're to make a joyful noise to the Lord. And we're to be happy to be here. It's not a half to be here. I get to be here. I get to be a servant of the Lord. I get to carry His Word to a lost and dying world. I get to talk to others. And, and, and knowing what I'm talking about, I, I know that He's commanded us to, to hear His Word and to believe it with all our heart and, and to the point that we're willing to repent, change our mind by doing what I want to do, doing what God wants me to do. And then making the confession that I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Yes, I believe that He is the God of heaven, the Son of the God of heaven. 
I believe that he came to this old central world and hung blood on the cross of Calvary for my sins and your sins and sins of the whole world. I believe that he established his church and there's no salvation in any other. And if you believe otherwise, then you're confused. Because Acts 4 and verse 12 says, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. I've told for many times, you know, I never was much good at sports. And, uh, but, and I played on some winning teams, and I played on some losing teams, probably more losing than winning. But, I don't want to play second best in religion. Third, fourth, or fifth, or whatever. In Matthew 6.33, it said, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added unto it. The kingdom of God is the best. It's the only place that there's any salvation. And that's what He's coming back for, is the kingdom, His church. We need to realize and understand that we're not in that kingdom. When He comes, we're going to be lost. And the world thinks, you know, he's just coming back for everybody. You know, that you know, that there's nothing wrong, nothing to, to, that you can do to, to, to be lost. My friends, there's nothing for you to do. A lot of times, there's just nothing for you to do. Jesus paid it all. You know, he died on the cross, and, 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 and our sins are all covered. Jesus said, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. We better be listening to what Jesus said in Hebrews chapter 6. We find there that Jesus is one we can depend on. It says in uh, chapter 6 of the book of Hebrews in verse 18. By two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation which shall fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us. You know, uh, Hebrews 11 and verse 1, it says, uh, now the substance of faith. It says, now faith is a certain thing hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith, hope, charity. In 1 Corinthians 13, now by the faith, hope, charity. These three, but the greatest of these is charity. Understanding the dependability of the God of heaven. In Hebrews 11 and verse 6, without faith it's impossible to please him, for he that cometh God must believe that He is, that He rewarded them that diligently seek Him. In Acts chapter 8, and there beginning with verse 26, read this and understand it with me. It says, in verse 26 of the book of uh, Acts, the 8th chapter, it says, And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise! Go towards the side of the way that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza, which is desert. And he arose and went, behold, the man of Ethiopia, the eunuch of great authority under Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, 
who had charge of all her treasures and had come to Jerusalem for worship, as Joe said this morning. Yeah, under the Old Testament law, they had to go back to Jerusalem. There were certain things that they had, had to do and, and no work to be done on, on the Sabbath. Yeah, all the killing of, of sacrifices and the different, but all of these things that we need to realize and understand is these sacrifices and things that were made were pure. They were the best, without spot and without blemish. And our Lord died on the cross without spot and without blemish. There was no sin in Him. As we read this morning and studied in our Bible study lesson, He healed that man. Why? Because he was the God of heaven. He was the Son of God. He had the power. That was his purpose, to do good to all men. And he says, And he arose and went, and behold, a man that he opened, a eunuch of great authority overcame his queen of the Ethiopians, who had charge of all her treasures, and had gone to Jerusalem for the worship of returning and sitting in the church, beating Isaiah the prophet. Then the Spirit said unto Philip, Go near and join thyself to the chariot. And Philip ran thither to him and heard him reading the prophet Isaiah and said, Understandest thou what thou readest? Now he just said, No, it ain't none of your business. Now, who, who sent you? But it's, he says, And he said, How can I? Except some man should guide me. And he desired Philip. You know, that's the problem. People, they, they don't have a desire. It, it, it's, it's all right. I, I, I'm, I'm okay. Leave me alone. Leave me out of this. He desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. And the place in Scripture which he read was this. He was led in the sheep to the slaughter, and like a lamb done before his shirt, so opened he not his mouth. Isaiah 53, 7 and 8. In his humiliation, his judgment was taken away, and who shall declare his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. And the eunuch answered Philip and said, I pray thee, of whom speaketh the prophet this, of himself or some other man. Then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. And as they went on their way, they came to a certain water, and the eunuch said, Seeing here is water, what does hinder me to be baptized? And Philip said, If thou believest, with all thy heart, thou mayest. And the angel said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And he commanded the chariot to stand still, and they went down both into the water, both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized them. And when they were come up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught away Philip. That the eunuch signed him the morning when on his way rejoicing. The man understood what he read. People just say, well, I don't understand that. Uh, it, it don't matter no way. I just don't understand it. Well, you know, this man didn't understand it. And Philip began at the same scripture, and he preached to the man Jesus, and he understood that Christ died on the cross for our sin. He was a lamb done before sure. And he was led. And, and, and he didn't open his mouth. You know, he he uh, was uh, persecuted. He was uh, tortured. And he was nailed to the cross. 
Yorshina Vida and Masin Vida Dhamma. He was buried in the heart of the earth, and he rose again the third day. And he preached to him Jesus. And when he preached to him Jesus, he preached to him the death, burial, and the resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, and beginning with verse 1, we find our, the Apostle Paul telling us our responsibility as teachers of God's Word. It says, Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received and where ye stand, by which also ye are saved, and keep remember what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. He said, For I delivered unto you, first of all, that what I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scripture, and that it was buried. And then he rose again the third day according to the Scripture.